The definition of surrealism, according to Breton in the Surrealist Manifesto, is psychic automatism in its pure state, by which one proposes to express the actual functioning of thought in the absence of any control exercised by reason, exempt from any aesthetic or moral concern. While I make no pretensions about being an expert in the historical study of surrealism, my own experience of surrealism being informed mostly by my own participation in the Atlanta Surrealist Group, the interest in psychoanalysis, dreams, and the truth of what emerges from an unencumbered mind that has been given the freedom to express itself without fear seems, to my mind, to be of central concern to the Surrealist Project. Free thought. Now, I don't know how often anyone else thinks about sex, but I know what the psychoanalysts might say. It, it seems true to my mind at the moment that many legitimate explorations of this kind will venture into the sexual at some point. It's too deeply wired. I doubt Darwin would disagree. But the mind does strange things in this territory. <laughs> Life does strange things. <laughs> this urge may lie close to the heart of other things of immense interest, such as desire itself, or love. What, what, what are those things, what the fuck do those things mean? That we carry in us unwieldy forces of desire that behave according to reasons that, rooted not just in the history of humanity, but in the history of life, find lines of flight, travel routes of desire that may exist completely beyond the edges of our anthropocentric, human-shaped ideas of information protein paths of union and change. <laughs> An octopus mother dies soon after giving birth to young. You probably all know about praying mantises. Look up how it happens with bedbugs if you want to have nightmares. Horseshoe crabs seem a bit more peaceful. Maybe that's a better model. And many fish are born to be most promiscuous. Some males spray their DNA, milt, indiscriminately into the water close to eggs. Sluts. <laughs> we will explore this sea of effluvium and desire spray today. And please forgive the, as Breton said, disregard of any control exercised by reason and um, the exemption from any aesthetic or moral concern. We're trying to be honest with ourselves, and the cost of honesty is sometimes an encounter with ooze, slime, effluvium, melt, and the other strange, swampy forces that exert their sticky liquid desire movements in concentric circles and cascading spirals near the pleasure palaces desert watering holes and mycelial mystery puddles that dot the landscape of Mumbling Planet. Stay with us. But yeah, my sibling ruined um, deviled eggs for me for the longest time because I have always loved them and I can eat them again now as an adult because he said it was pus. And I knew it wasn't pus, like from a pimple. It's a, and like I knew it wasn't pus. I literally made it myself with my mother, and yet I couldn't eat it after that for like probably half a decade. <laughs> I have to like it's, not think about. It's so funny how these like little ideas we can latch onto that change the like, color of the whole world for us for amounts of time. I know that for years I was I was averted to plain Lay's potato chips because I had a dream where 
I looked at a lace bag, like a bag of potato chips, which is like a yellow plain bag, and the yellow hue made me feel acid reflux. And then I woke up with acid reflux afterward. <laughs> it was on cue. The Godzilla dream. Okay, so uh, Tokyo is in desperate need of a Godzilla. So, seeing it as her duty, a young uh, Japanese woman takes it upon herself to try to have a Godzilla baby. Um, so everyone knows that Godzilla is actually made of of pickle. So, in order to try to get pregnant, this young lady. Um, well, she puts some pickled jalapenos up her lady bits, and um, she doesn't get pregnant. However, she does slowly start to turn a pale sort of green, starting from her tailbone. Um, and so she soon realizes that she's actually just turning into a pickle herself. Turned out to be a visit to the living hell of another world. Did his vision come to him as a cough? A cosmic, divine cough? Into his ear? Well, no, you see, he had the cough. Did it shatter him? No, no, the cough cough came first. It was just a commonplace cough, you know? Cough always comes first. No, he figured that he would get over it, you know? But, like, the problem is... You know, that even though he would have gotten over it on his own just fine. Uh, there was a certain mm, force, uh, entity, uh, personality, not the best personality. Uh, but a bronchial personality. slime? It, well, he thought that, that you no. know, he needed a, a medicine. When he would have just, he would have just gotten over it by himself. But this uh, entity decided that he needed medicine. And that's that's where all of the uh, the sort of origins of religion. Uh, yeah, they're like like from. little newts, you know, just they j- drop out of your nose. I mean, yeah. And they reform into toes. Why are all the snakes gathering on the hilltop? Because the squirrels are inside their treehouse. Why are the squirrels covered in demon blood? I think they're conspiring against us. Who is us? <laughs> Squirrels? Aren't we? <laughs> it's fine. No, we're squirrels, for sure. I know it now. <laughs> where where are the squirrels going, though? Definitely to church to repent for their sins. Should I be terrified or happy? You will know what to feel within your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly is the heart located? In space's rectum? <laughs> Why is space so constipated these days? Because there's a lot more traffic on the road. Why didn't you try taking the detour out of 85? Indigestion. Where did you get that indigestion? From all the space squirrels that I ate last night. What have you been doing with your life? I have been pondering the differences between space rectums and uh, squirrel prayers. Interesting. Where do the um, vortex nipples come in then? Alongside every apple tree at its roots. The vortex... Why, why, did, why did the nipples of the vortex become so, uh, so you know, hard when we mentioned the, the squirrels going to church? Because that's what you asked for for your birthday. What else have you asked for your birthday? 
Lots of ooze. Green, preferably. But isn't that a little sticky? Yes. <laughs> How sticky is too sticky? There are certain amounts of stickiness which are not legally permissible. <laughs> but who are we to decide the limits to stickiness? Shouldn't it be up to each individual person to decide how sticky is just sticky enough for them? Only if you work in a toothpaste factory. Look, who gets to decide the law about stickiness or not stickiness besides the sticky priests? Do you think you do? That's why I'm voting libertarian. <laughs> Do you realize that you don't even know what you're talking about now? Unfortunately, yes. But what are you even talking about? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about space vortex nipples that got hard once they heard about the demon-covered blood squirrels going to church and repenting their sins, obviously. When's your birthday? Say that again. What is my When's birthday? your birthday? Um, the 31st of February. <laughs> is that your real birthday? I need to know because I'm a witch. So is that your real birthday? I don't want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't you want her to know? I want to know even more now. Why can't we just get back to basics, talking about the universe and not my birthday? Because the universe isn't interested in anything but birthdays. Birthdays are everything and nothing, don't you think? Yes. <laughs> possible that every day is my birthday? Your birthday will happen every day that you wish it to. But are, isn't every day really um, our birthdays because we're already always having new cells inside of us being born? You only can be born underwater, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what even is a squirrel placenta? A squirrel placenta is... Well, I'll tell you when you're older. What is it that you think I won't understand about squirrel placentas? <laughs> well, you see, it's the... It's just not appropriate for someone of your age. <laughs> Which I'm assuming is somewhere between 7 and 35. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do, and I'm calling the fucking cops. <laughs> is this an illegal amount of stickiness? You wouldn't know. You'll never understand, child. <laughs> <laughs> but how do we get all these squirrels out of prison? By covering our bodies in peanut butter <laughs> and jelly. <laughs> Why do they always think they can escape the law with peanut butter? Because thousands of people have escaped a lot with peanut butter. Have you ever been arrested? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm <clears throat> too cautious. Perhaps a coward. But back to the peanut butter. What do you think <laughs> of the peanut butter and the jelly? I think that they're both cows. 
So are you going to buy my car or not? <laughs> well, first I need you to bring up the price. <laughs> so why are both peanut butter and jelly so sticky? And why would we eat two such sticky foods together? Because they are both milked from the squid's teeth. When was the last time you were sticky? <laughs> August 12th, 1979, 8.06 p.m. <laughs> Can I ask you a really personal question? <laughs> no. <laughs> because... Sticky eaters can't be picky. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> For real? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what milt is? No. <laughs> Do you know what milt is? Milt is what every boy dreams of every day. <laughs> Don't you remember when we were younger and we would go out to the milk field? (laughs) I repressed that one. I I think we should stop. (laughs) (laughs) But do you? (laughs) That was fun. You don't know what Milton and you said it? I do not know what that is. Smegma, I think it's a, is that an industrial band? You gotta collect it and spread it on toast. Oh. Now, <laughs> now there is the nocturnal emissions, that's a band. <laughs> that's on My your stomach turn. My childhood fear of deviled eggs is coming back. <laughs> it is the devil's eggs. Je tenterai sur moi-même l'expérience ultime. J'espère qu'avant de mourir, je découvrirai en enfin la vérité, la limite.
you've got to smear it like you know the mucus you have to smear it across across the snot rack isn't the eye just a collection of mucus orbiting itself uh, I mean I I take I take um you know I don't know about the just right I mean I think that if you went so far as to say the eye is <coughs> Whatever it was, you said it was. And left out the just. Okay. I might be a little worried. Because there is no justice in no. the land of mucosa. This is the truth. It is it a truth or is it um It's more of a sting, like like a sting from a bumblebee. Yeah, a bruise. A bruise, yes. A bruise. Yeah. Palpation. Oh no. In the don't general even, vicinity. Don't even get me started on palpation. Well, we all love palpation. Yeah, I mean, what's not to like? You know, digging into all those squishy bits with your fingertips, with your beak, with the tip of your tail. Nothing can compare. Nothing. Yeah. Very nutritious. It's always white. It's always white. Why is that, do you think? I think the tube is primarily manufactured in lands which have snow. Oh, is that right? You know, I never thought of that. In the beginning was Pleasure by Lenore Asphyxiate. Thus it was in that blasted dark beginning that naught but she he reigned in void. Just a ball, a floater, just a globe of impish pure procreative white. A galactic spermatozoa hovering, a real stunner. But she he hovered not long, for you see, it was all fun and game back then. In a word, it was all pleasure. And so that's what we'll call her. Her, him. Eh, why not? Let's call that little non-existent nothing pleasure. Pleasure vomited out upon the deep. And lo and behold, out came the very first slime. And the earth was slime, and the ocean was slime, and the creatures in it were all slime too. Gooey, slinking wonders, possessors of a thousand divergent genitalia. Male and female. Ha! Gender was a later stupidity construct created by Monk. Don't believe it for a second. Forget about it. Clear your head. The first walker came then, a burst from acidic ocean deep, and that walker, he was an erect dinosaur, a jizz boy hot on the trail, a snuff belly with a ball and chain and a catacomb in which to lay them, a darkness hot and mellow. He lived for the hunt, he did, and he dangled like disaster. He glowed in the tropical afterglow, melted in zigzagging storms, a head real wide, a mouth like crystal chainsaw. Yet he wore those two white cotton socks of his like a grandmother's trophy. The earth's rivers, they ran a thick white, all consumed as they were by his unending discharged internals. The earth's forests, a deep drink of his swamp, and the purple ferns which covered the nubile earth. They would turn all inside out whenever the old walker passed them by. They made themselves the purest green of arousal, because green, as we paleontologists all know, is the only color of a vibrating carnal readiness. 
And then a second walker arrived, and a third, and a fourth, traveling via warm metallic satellite. Soon all was trampled and post-coital. The flat earth grew a curve then, deciding to protect its new inner belly with crust. Big deal. The walkers soon found themselves a network of gopher hole, and they copulated with that instead. The ancient strata shivered under Walker's bold embrace, licking softly at the tips of his, hers, newly red, ballooning lip. What followed then was an assortment of rather queer childbirths. First, a thousand sobbing baby iguanodons hatched out from the creamy brown head of an overblown mushroom. And then a musty old cumulonimbus dribbled down, body all wet in billion platosaurus embryo cast-offs. And there was more, and there was much more besides. A shame, I mean, a relief that we were not alive to see those pre-Adamite horrors. Unsatiated still, the walkers soon began to copulate with other walkers. No shame there. Pleasure smiled at his, hers, handiwork and then joined a squadron of grain moving off towards the as-yet-unborn Alpha Centauri system. My work here is done, she he is believed to have thought, among other mysterious platitudes. Some say that we humans are descended of these shameful walkers. Others suggest that we don't exist at all, and that we have never existed. Who to believe? I, a humble paleontologist, am merely content to present my readership with the bare naked facts and to let them decide for themselves. When I was a little kid, um, well, like really little, there was like one time where they put me a timeout. But what happened was, was um, put me in my bedroom, they were gone for three minutes, and came back in, I was about to piss on a radiator. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good you didn't piss on the radiator, Aaron. But what happened was when I was a little, when, when I when I got slightly older, I would say, "Yeah, my parents locked me in my room for three days, and I had to pee in a radiator." <laughs> and I just, I, I was like, I would just say that to people <laughs> with, <laughs> because I was a little shit. <laughs> Along with. I didn't understand how film ratings work, so whenever we, whenever we'd like have a VHS tape with like the film previews, they would always have a rated R trailers, and I thought that rated R was like this bizarre series that went from like raunchy sex comedies to snuff films. So I would also say, my dad made me watch rated R. <laughs> and it's it's a miracle you weren't taken away. Bark. Bork. Bork. Ah. Oof. And. Yeah. No way. Do you? You. Snuffleupagus. Yeah. No. Tunnel vision. Boxes are fun. Boxes are. I have to move. Whose boxes are you talking about? I'm a Pisces. I'm not a box. Cat boxes. I box. There are four. I am. Panic. Winter solstice UFOs. Whoa. UFOs. Leopard. Have fun. They float around. Where? In my snow. Underwater it, particle oblivion. In the intestine. Awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, I want to eat cats. It's magic. I eat them! It's just a dream. No! I don't want to eat cats. Get away! Uh, Get away from me now. Textures. Yes. Texturally atrocious. Is it on Omni? You're a monster. Big Texas. But it's slimy. No way. You are a monster. I am Texas. Woof. Only monsters come from Texas. Taxidermied though. Furry. Taxidermied octopus. Monstrosity. No way. Monster. Skin leather. That's me. Yes. Hairless too. Oh. Look at my truck. Look at my truck. Beep beep. Oh. My truck's bigger. Jeep. Ahuga! I drive a hybrid. 
got a fancy bumper sticker too. So. You're a loser. <laughs> I have to drive a Tesla. My car goes underwater. Take that off. I'm not a car. Texas shaped cheese. Cheese shaped Texas. Save 20% today. Take it off. Big. What a mouse. Take it all off. Can I leave it on? Take it all off. Take it off, goddammit! Wax it! Oh no. <laughs> uh, no sugaring is better for you. Slowly. Get it off of me. Very slowly. Sensually. <laughs> slowly. Let's not. Faster. I just want Mexican food today. Look, we all just want Mexican food, but we're going to the goddamn Italian place! No. Always. <laughs> I mean, if there's cheese there, what's the big deal? I want some Antarctica food. Tell them it's your birthday. Look, your mother wants Italian. Do you want to eat penguins? What about seals? If it's your birthday, everyone gets free cake. I just want some ice. Penguin butt. Ice, ice. Chili. Okay. It's time to shave that penguin butt. Penguin. Doom, 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 doom. Pangolins. <laughs> the penguins are all falling off the cliff. Guess what? Ooh. Their sacrifices. To God. Christmas time. The giant fish. Why do you hate me? Because you're a monster. You know why. I wish I knew. I just want to ski. I hate. Nobody wants to talk to me. Look at my motorcycle. I wonder why. Probably because you talk about tires. I know, right? It's kind of tiring. Tires are great. You want to see my Pokemon cards? I don't! I'm more of a Yu-Gi-Oh girl. I'm not a monster. I am a monster. I don't, I don't deal with childish things. My Pikachu's at level 50. Look, I only play Magic the Gathering, okay? How do you level up? By becoming an orb. I have cats, so I don't eat Pokemon. I don't gather magic. I don't have a link cable. The fur gets in your tongue. I don't have any blood. What is magic, anyway? I mean, the fur is supposed to get in your tongue. It's your responsibility as someone who lives with a cat to lick them. This quilt makes me feel evil. I don't have any money. I'm gonna sprout feathers from my forehead. And my back forehead. Because we're all plants here. Uh, well, I'm sprouting some feathers from between my toes. And between my hands. Cacao! I'm betwixt my fingers! Yeah! Coming out my eyeballs. <laughs> yep, yep. Out of all of them. Ears, too. Vomit. You hear that? Space ghosts. Excrement. No way. Guaranteed nice, shiny, multicolored feathers directly from your butthole. Made out of glass. Believe it. Brack. Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Are flowers really birds? Um, no. Baba Booey. It was red and yellow and black and orange and blue. Lick up your colors before they're gone. Brack. <laughs> It's all a part of a healthy diet. Black and white. Doom, 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 doom. I wouldn't be so bifurcated. Why are we all here? I have no stage fright. You know, we should all just have some hemipenes. I'm trificated. My flight is leaving now. Help me! Help me! I need my bifocals. No one can help a snail. Seahorses. Now that's a good model. Could you please stop the plane? I'm beyond all hope. <laughs> Get to the landing pad. Oh, oh, well, you're beyond all hope. Did you happen to meet the giant octopus? The octopus told me one thing. Get to the chopper. We can defeat climate change if we do something about it before 2033. He undulated. And then became an octopus. Cute, okay. And then he died really, really young. But this is after living 200 years. But if you like it, you should buy it. The tentacles uh, turn into little uh, gelatinous jellyfish on the ground of the floor of the mall. And they're covered in sand. But the secret is in the Mariana's Trench. And they're covered in cat hair. Beep. They're shiny. Super. Duper. Beep. Supra. Pupra. Robots. Elemental fire. Beep. Poo poo pee pee. Beep. Stinky. What the fuck? Y'all are weird. Kaka poo poo pee pee kaka kaka. Get out of my uncle's house now. You smell like shit!
Do you like that piss boy? <laughs> I am no airplane. What does ghost shit smell like? Get me the Clorox. Get I'm a ghost hunter. You think a grand man shoots himself? <laughs> I love the ectoplasm. No. Love the ectoplasm is, you know, it's really rare stuff. It goes for like $10. It's almost as much as a tube of toothpaste. Do you want to see my ghost trap? Oh yeah, spread it on me. That and the snake oil. Tuba tuba tuba. Snake oil is delicious. Yummy, yummy. With a something strange. I've got little bitty tutus. On my fingers. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Don't you see how pretty I am? Have you ever met a ballerina? I am no space bird. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My accordion is full of holes. We're going back in time. My holes are full of accordions. I know what you're not. I am an airplane. I am nothing. I am everything. You have to share with the whole class. But do you know what you are? I'm not a pepper. I am a zebra. I am salt free. I'm free of sugar. I am Thomas. Nitrogenation of the soil is something that all of us are responsible for deeply on a moral level. Am I a GMO? You are a zebra. I'm a nematode in the soil. I'm causing quite a bit of damage. I'm just a fly on the wall. I am from Austria. How's your microbiome? Amazing! Absolutely dismal. Oh, no. I'm not tall enough to ride the ride. I kill them all! Is pumpkin my favorite food? You remind me of this guy I met. What are you doing here? What, what, the, what the fuck do you care? I care for you so much. 45 times 3 is 2. I don't want to be a pie. I never cared for math. Get your mathematics straight. You're not my real dad. You're, you're not, you're, look me and your mother. That's my son. What a fraction. The sun has gone down. Times two. Sunshine day. Don't look straight at it. You'll fucking go blind. That's why there's clouds. But what about the moon? Don't put the candlestick in the bun. Don't look straight at the moon. Today is my vacation. You get wax all over the bread. I just want to see it. Mm. Microphone. <gasps> I want to dress up in a suit. Swim in the green. So it can be all over me. <coughs> that's that's <coughs> repulsive. <coughs> also, squids are cool. Preposterous, Stephen. Now, Preposterous. Now we will go to the center of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> Scream of agony. Now don't hurt yourself. Good eye, Mike. Take a knife and drive it in there. I want to see it. Cut it, and then you take it and you lick it in it. Swim in the green smell, and then you eat it. And that's what it means to have a good harvest. <laughs> Tastes like Australia. I mean, I think that first you're supposed to put a little bit of it on your hand, and if you get a rash, then you just stop. And then, like, you know, if you don't get a rash, you can put a little bit on your lip. And then if you do get a rash, just stop. And then you can put a little bit on your tongue. And if you get, like, a stomachache, then just stop. But if you don't, you can eat it. Tastes like my grandfather. It tastes like Vegemite sandwich. Tastes like possums have 13 nipples. I mean, I Peak. Pills. Prove it. I didn't think they could be an odd number. Neither did I. Zip. Zop. Zoop. 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 Yep. Dig the puppy up from the grave. I know he's dead. I know you loved him. But look at it. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> No, not puppies. Please, everybody, calm down. You're scaring me. Look, the skin is just a bunch of diamonds. You just have to know how to look at it. Think of the children. Exactly. Black diamonds and rubies. Think of the elders. You've ruined my birthday. Fermentation. There's egg on my face. Exactly, fermentation. I would eat my childhood dead dog. I'd probably bury mine. Drink the beer. Create the elixir, and it is the elixir of death. It tastes like sashimi. Or perhaps Saturn's rings? 
Yeah, I mean, I think I would roast it first before I ate it. How does Steven spell Jupiter? Surf's up, dude. All I know is that's where something goes to get more stupider. Boil it, mash it, stick it in a stew. <laughs> Potato. He would spell it C H U I P O O T O U R. That spells kangaroo. Today's the day. B U T T. Smile. I want to win the national spelling bee. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, marsupials in general are just the best. Eight thousand eight. I can't afford my rent. That sucks. Empty your pockets. Oh. Sucks thirteen feet, in fact. I'll pass. Let me see your ID. No, fucking pig. Ouch. Where is my popcorn? <laughs> Let me see your teats, you pig. <laughs> Taxation. <laughs> Taxation, Sue. <laughs> That's my prize-winning sow. Ah. <laughs> Trout. Trout are everywhere. Moo? I'll pick a peck of pickled peppers. And peppers, in, it is a spawning season. There are eggs everywhere. Lucy in the sky. The sea is white with milt. Have you considered the G? And this next landmark is the Capitol building. The capital of Gertrude. Chiaroscuro is a word for some reason. Huh. I, I learned that one time when I was in a class one time, but that was, I don't know what it means no more. I got top marks in that class. I know, right? I never went to school. Where did you go? I'm a unicorn dog. I went down the dirt road. I went down in the river to pray. I went down to the underworld. You were reborn? I'm a man of constant sorrow. I was thinking about doing it with the devil. He wasn't thinking about doing it with me. Sounds like a good thing. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah! Pancake fixed for Nay. Who's your favorite horse? It's a me, Mario. <laughs> Don't you make him into glue? It is not Mario. I mean, where's all that Mod Podge gonna come from? I stuck two horses together. But my ribbon is very pretty. What are y'all doing with all those horses? You wanna braid my mane? I wanna drink that mane. Did you glue those horses together with horse glue? That's just for No, I used milk. I got my life savings on this race. Glue my mane horses together with milk. Straight from the teeth. If you glue two horses together, will they go twice as fast? I say boom. There's not enough room in this town for both of us. It's a 23 legged race. Got four wheels. I know, right? Do you? Do not. Dar will hunt. Do it. Dog shit. I've never known. Raccoons. Doo doos. That sounds like a big word to me. That sounds like a big word to me. Syllables? Syllables. <laughs> Slabbles. Silly bulls. I dropped out of school in 10th grade. It was in the syllabus. <laughs> Seal that bowl before it goes bad. I don't know how to read bulls. Follow the rules. The papal bull of 1276. 17 plus 3. The pap of the bull was exposed for all to see. The pope. <laughs> Licking the tits of Holy Mother Church. I need to get a pap smear. Um, I only lick mountain teats. Iris. The smoke is green. Rocky Mountain spotted fever is a serious disease. Propagated by snails. Rocky Mountain oysters, on the other hand, I've been told are very delicious. The ending. You have to take this seriously. No, I don't. Fuck you. It's just the beginning. Or is it? Hasn't anyone ever read the story of the eye? I'm probably gonna die. And the moral of the story. Don't take it before dinner. Only after. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow, I guess you're the boss after all. You <laughs> upon yourself to see the end. Seemed like a good place. <laughs> you keep going if you want. Well, there was a there rhyme was of the tie, now it's gone. It's a playhouse for a while. Laichi Hikari Club, Japanese horror play. This is on the subject of penises because. <laughs> The characters in it all have their dicks replaced with metallic drills that they procreate with televisions with. <laughs> and that's that's not even a joke. It's like it's these Japanese, Japanese schoolboys who think that like sexuality is the work of Satan. So they're like, oh, we won't have sex with women. We'll have sex with televisions. And I was like, I want to call up somebody and just say, hey, we're gonna do a porno. Dress up in a in a fucking gawker in uniform. Have this drill come out of your pants and stick it through a television. Groundbreaking new research on tiny stainless humanoids goes too far by Mackenzie McLeod. How many angels dance on the head of a pin? How many homunculi fit in the head of a sperm? I consulted Dr. Hubert Sorrell, eminent virologist of the University of Mumbai on that very question. Now, Dr. Sorrell co-authored a forthcoming paper in next month's issue of Turgid Alchemical Viewpoints. The piece, Confronting Spermatozoa Double-Boundedness in Humunculean Populations, and Apollonian Dionysian Synthesis, asserts that standard alchemical practice and international law have not adjusted to the challenges faced by humunculi communities. The results are worthy of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. There is simply too much pornography, asserted Dr. Sorrell. We found disturbing parallels between masturbation habits in the public and the ongoing Syrian refugee crisis. In his weekly New York Times column, noted phrenologist Paul Krugman suggested that this was not an issue of, quote, excess capacity, but rather a result of, quote, structural testicular inefficiencies that may cause internal scrotal displacement for homunculi. However, Dr. Sorrell disagrees. Quote, With all due respect to Dr. Krugman, you can sever the scrotum or reform the EU, but does that really address the root cause of displaced populations? I call that blaming the victim. Ms. Atwood went on to say that homunculi face a, quote, double-boundedness, both within the scrotum and within individual sperm spells. Quote, they are, it's no exaggeration to say, the most underprivileged beings in the world, unquote. Due to their transitional nature, the UN Convention on Refugees specifically exempts homunculi from the right to seek refugee status. Now, none of this suggests, however, that masturbation is genocidal. The genocide of homunculi has been extensively theorized in the contemporary literature. Quote, Oh, no, no, no. Quite apart from that, homunculi view the process of masturbation as politically emancipatory, Miss Atwood claims. Quote, the problem is states don't view homunculi as having the right to self-determination. They recognize no right to autonomy from the spermatozoon. It's akin to forced labor, unquote. These findings were based on Soro Atwood's exhaustive interviews of homunculi and pools of semen, as well as vigorous data analysis of multi-ethnic masturbatory control groups. They found that both masturbator and homunculi found Owenism politically orgasmic, yet migratory patterns suggest institutions are lagging behind this epiphany. However, their study has not been without controversy. Several homunculi expired when exposed to psychoanalysis due to their surprising lack of a subconscious. This unfortunate result took a personal toll on the researchers who felt blindsided. Quote, Honestly, I didn't know if we were going to continue after that, said a visibly distraught Sorrel. 
The researcher team believed their study had a strong theoretical grounding in Freud's monumental final manuscript, Libidinal Discontents and the Horse God Semen, a staggering work on humunculian civilization and psychology. Perhaps a consultation of Lacan's multi-volume Humunculian Sexuality could have evaded this tragedy, though it was lost in the Alexandrian fire. The ramifications of the duo's research are nonetheless tantalizing. Can humunculi be viewed as beings of wholly undivided ego? And what are the ethical implications of releasing them into the world without adequate social assistance? Can piloting spermatozoon be designated an essential service by the state, thereby removing the humunculi's right to strike? Human rights lawyers have, ironically, found these issues too large to contend with. Further ethnographic research needs to be done into their reported customs of ritualistic sacrifice, aggression parties, and fetal friction. Additionally, future biogenetic research has been suggested to determine whether gene therapy might turn useless infants into fully functioning homunculi though there will likely be significant bioethical obstacles to overcome once ethics committees are appraised of Sorrel Atwood's methodology. In addition to her article with Dr. Sorrel, Miss Atwood's recent novel, Detective Moose, Who Was Topiary, addresses similar themes of place, time, and femininity, but through the lens of Canadian identity. When I asked her to summarize her time working with Dr. Sorrell, she simply said, quote, How has the sun grown so dark to me? Unquote. President Leo IX, who has openly compared masturbation to the Armenian genocide, is expected to make a statement on the status of homunculi at next month's World Economic Forum in Davos. Pickle's a good example. Um, like a peach? Yes. And... Solar radiation? Well... No? I mean... Is that something you particularly enjoy? I guess, yeah, you know, it's, it's real nice on the anus. On the, um... You know, what's that thing called? That thing between the anus and the genitalia, what's that thing called? Uh, Oh my goodness, yeah, what is that called? What is that thing called? I think it's Saturn's ring. No, there's there's another name. What is that thing called? Is it? (coughs) That real weird wrinkly place between the Um, genitalia and the anus. What, what is, is it called? Thing? What is it? It is the clock face? I mean, that's not quite right. I feel like, did did we ever know what that thing was called? I guess we didn't. No, I mean, like, but maybe this is, like, finally the question. Maybe we're finally asking the right question. What is that thing called? That, that weird wrinkly spot between the genitalia and the anus. What is it called? This is the crux of the matter. Yeah, I mean, maybe if we could, like, figure that out. You know, then maybe... I think the only philosophically sound position is to say, I don't know. I will never know. <coughs> well, <coughs> okay, but, like... And then we cough. Okay, but but hear me out. (coughs) But hear me out. Um, What if we just give it a name? Can we give it a cough name? Uh, Sure. Yeah. What if we did that? Okay. Let's close our eyes. Let's feel the itching of our throat. Let's ask that itching. What is this name? Are you ready? 
I'm ready. On the count of three. One. Two. Three. <coughs> and there we have our answer. Oh. Mumbling Planet is a production of the Atlanta Surrealist Group. The players for this episode included Hazel Klein, Stephen Klein, Alvaro Michael, Tony Krishy, Lauren, Aaron Dylan Kearns, and myself, James Robert Foster. This episode also featured a track by Aaron called The Tie is Dead. Aaron's short film, The Face of Oblivion, will be screened this month at the Plaza Theater in Little Five Points, Atlanta, on Saturday, September 30th at 8 o'clock. Feel free to go check it out. That's all for now. See you next week. <laughs>